Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. All right, well, good afternoon. Happy Monday. Great to be with you guys today. My name is not Pastor Jeff Figgs. Uh, He is away today, so I am filling in for him. My name is Josh Sorensen, one of the assistant pastors here at Calvary Church in Aurora. So it is always a privilege to be with you guys and to serve in this way through this show called Calvary Live. And if you happen to be new, I know we have so many regular listeners and certainly want to thank you that listen on a regular basis. But if you're new, Calvary Live is just meant to be a resource for you uh, to call and talk to a pastor. So if there's something on your heart that you would like to talk about, if you have prayer uh, regarding something that you're walking through, a trial or perhaps a trial of a loved one, If you have something that's come up recently in your personal quiet time or your devotional time or something from church this weekend, something maybe you heard on the radio, uh, we, we are here to answer those questions and we are here to pray with you. And it is a great joy, truly, to be able to even bring our petitions and our prayer requests to the Lord on, on the radio. And one of the reasons it's great is because we've got so many other listeners that are uh, agreeing around the prayer with us. And I love that. Just love the idea of knowing that there are so many other brothers and sisters in the body of Christ that will pray uh, the things that we are lifting up before the Lord. So if you have a prayer request and you would like to call in today and and bring that before the Lord uh, here on Calvary Live, or if you've got a Bible question or or a question pertaining to Christian living, your walk with Jesus, uh, something perhaps that you're you're concerned about or have a question about or a thought about, we would love to help you in any way we can. Uh, It's myself and our producer, Dennis, today, and uh, we're happy to, to be able to minister to you this next hour. So the number is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. You can also text us. I see a couple texts already in. Uh, the text line number is 720-336-0897. 720-336-0897. Uh, and again, the number, if you'd like to give us a call, we have currently have open lines, 303-690-3000. So I had a great weekend here at church, uh, and my myself and our pastor here at Calvary Church in Aurora, Pastor Ed Taylor, had a conversation yesterday, and it seems that for whatever reason, sometimes there are weekends that, that there tends to be a theme amongst the people that we're praying with after services, people from the church that we're engaging with, we're talking through things together. And one of the things that seemed to keep coming up this week uh, and, and, and this weekend while we were at church, we've got a Saturday evening service and we've got a couple of Sunday morning services. And, and, and it was parents that are really feeling weighed down and burdened by having prodigal children, children that perhaps they raised to be believers, uh, perhaps children that at one point acknowledged they had a relationship with Jesus um, perhaps they were involved in, in youth ministry and, and they were involved in missions trips, but then something along the way happened where our children have, have walked away. 
and and we call those prodigals. And, and the wonderful thing about a prodigal is that a prodigal child comes home. Um, that's the point of the the parable of the prodigal, and it shows God's heart for any of our kids. Um, but but there were a couple of things I was thinking of that I wanted to share because I I just think man if there's if if that seemed to be a theme this weekend with a number of different people that I myself talked with Pastor Ed talked with I got to believe there's many people listening in right now that have a child a son a daughter uh, maybe more than one and a lot of times there's the guilt that we feel like we could have done more or or we could have um, been a better spiritual example and so a lot of times as parents we bear the weight of that. And so not only are we heartbroken over the fact that our kids aren't walking with Jesus, but then we are feeling the, the burden some, uh, of wishing we could go back and do it all over again. And that seemed to be the theme this weekend. So I, I have a couple things I just want to encourage you guys, particularly three prayers to pray over our prodigal children. And, uh, and before I do that, if, if, if this is something perhaps that you would like prayer for, if you would like prayer for your prodigal child or your son or your daughter that you don't know uh, are walking with Jesus, uh, or you know, man, I know at one point there was a genuine faith in the gospel message and I saw evidence and fruit in their lives, but since they've left the house and gone to college or, or, or maybe they're just out there now and they're, and they're experiencing all that the world has to offer, but they're, they're, they're no longer walking with Jesus or, or maybe they're just you know, lukewarm, where they're kind of not fully surrendered to Jesus, but they're certainly not living a life that is uh, honoring to Jesus either. So if if that's you, and perhaps maybe the Lord would have that to be sort of a theme for the show today. Now, again, we're available for any question you have, and that's the joy of this show. We have no idea. There's no plan. Uh, we just get live here on the radio, and the calls come in, and we take them, and we and we just go for it. But, but, if, but if that is something that perhaps the Lord wants to do today— um, to have us pray for some of our prodigal kids or talk through any of that. Again, our number is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Uh, if you'd prefer not to call in, sometimes I know that uh, it would be easier just to send out a quick text and sort of say, hey, just pray for my my son, pray for my daughter. We, we've got many, uh, many prayer requests that come on this text line because it's available not just here during this hour, but it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if you're listening in the car or you're unavailable right now to, to call us, certainly give us a text at any point in the day or night and um, just give us your, ch- your child's name that those prayer requests get passed down to a group of people that will certainly pray. There's a number of prayer groups here at Calvary Church where people will pray for your prodigal child. So again, that text line uh, for for that or any other prayer request you may have, 720-336-0897, 720-336-0897. That's the text line. And again, if you'd like to call with a prayer request, a question, uh, perhaps maybe even just an opportunity to lift up your prodigal, you don't even have to mention their name unless you want to, Um, but the number to call here for Calvary Live is 303-690-690. 3,000. So if you feel right now, parents that are listening, that you are raising a hard-hearted or a rebellious son or daughter, whether it's an outward rebellion or an inward, um, there were these three prayers that I came across um, that I I really believe as we're fighting the spiritual battle that rages over them, uh, that, that, that we refuse to give up on them and we, and we, and we press in even more by prayer. And so here's three things that are a great prayer request for any of us that might have wayward or prodigal 
children. Uh, and so the, the first prayer request would be this, pray for a heart of brokenness, no matter the earthly cost. Pray for a heart of brokenness, no matter the earthly cost, because it's incredibly hard to pray for anything for our kids, but what we would want as parents, a comfortable, successful, pain-free life for our children, right? That's, that's of course, what most parents would want. But as Christian parents, we understand the greatest eternal good that we can pray for them is their salvation. And that's more important than their earthly happiness or their comfort. And so we have to fight for our kids in this world that's filled with temporary pleasures, self-gratification, blurry lines. We just don't seem to know right from wrong anymore. And, and as we pray, of course, we're entrusting the lives of our kids to the Lord, uh, even if the path of them coming back to Jesus is through pain. That, and then we see that with the prodigal son, don't we? Um, so again, we will only be bold enough to pray a prayer of brokenness over our children when we understand that we have been broken before God and we trust his love for our children and his love for us. And, and, and at one point, perhaps your child will say, my parents love me enough to pray for my brokenness, a brokenness that would lead to healing. That's the point, that it would lead to healing. Uh, secondly, pray against the enemy's desire to have them, to have your children. Because again, a battle's being waged over our children's lives. We have to pray for them, especially when compromise and spiritual blindness is keeping them from fighting the battle themselves. And, and again, one of the things about being a parent is we don't have the guarantee of our children's salvation, uh, or we don't necessarily have the outcome that we may desire, but we can be confident that God is faithful to his promises and, and he hears our prayers. And again, one of the greatest weapons God's given parents to fight against the world's pull for our children, the enemy's schemes over our children, is to pray for our children. And we will only be bold enough to pray for our children's brokenness when we ourselves have been broken before God. And then thirdly and lastly, before we go to the prayer lines here, pray specific scripture over their lives. Pray specific scripture over their lives. So even if your child wants nothing to do with the truth, hates to hear the word of God, uh, they can do nothing to stop you from praying scripture for them as an intercessor. And, and there's a, another mighty weapon that God has given to us as parents. So I'll give you an example of a great psalm to pray over your children's lives. It's Psalm 18, verses 16 through 19. Psalm 18, verses 16 through 19 says this. And, and think about this in terms of our children. He sent from above, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. And it's truly amazing to pray these kind of scriptures over our kids. And at some point, I believe, looking back, we'll see how faithful God was to answer these so parents, no matter how far your child seems to be from Jesus or what path they are on, you can absolutely fight for the life of your children with the, the powerful weapon of prayer and of, and of God's word, certainly. 
Um, so just some encouragement, three things to pray again. Number one, pray for a heart of brokenness, no matter the earthly cost. Number two, pray against the enemy's desire to have your children. And number three, pray specific scripture over their lives. And that's at least something that we can do uh, as, as God is doing a work for us. So we're going to go ahead and go to a prayer request here for um, a, a, a prodigal daughter, it looks like. Uh, let me give out the number one more time, 303-690-3000. If you would like prayer for your son or your daughter, 303-690-3000. Anything else? as well. We'll take your, your Bible questions and prayer requests regarding other things, but this seems to be a big one that many parents today are are, are walking through. So, Deborah, I believe from Falcon, Colorado. Good afternoon, Deborah. Hey. Hi, Josh. How's it going? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you today? Well, you know, I was going out to the—my husband's making some chili, and he said, why don't you run to the store to get some cheese? And as always, um, I've been a believer for most of my life, then, you know, I turn, I turn you folks on, and everything that you say hits my heart, mm. because um, it, it's not coincidence that everything that you spoke about my only child, my daughter Allison, who's a prodigal, mm. that was involved in youth group, um, that was once a believer, baptized, um, has turned away, um, and, and she's chosen drugs, but she's gotten better, mm-hmm. but it's, a, it's such a battle to um, just to, to witness to her, to tell her to, you know, come on, Brad, Jesus loves you. He's he's holding his hand out there. And then she'll say, oh, Mama, I don't want to talk about that, and she'll hang up. Mm. So I I pray for her daily, um, prodigal prayers. Yes. I ask God to bind Satan from her, her thoughts and her mind. I mean, anything that she might... Um, you know, that she might do to keep her away from the Lord. Amen. Amen. That is wonderful. There, I'm not sure if, if you have this book or not, but I'd love to recommend this to you. It's available anywhere. Uh, it's called Prayers for Prodigals, and it's 90 Days of, of Prayer for your, your prodigal children. My wife and I have, have read through that, uh, walking through a couple of things ourselves, and we have for years recommended that book. And it, it's written by a, a gentleman named James Banks, but he kind of collects different prayers from parents that have walked through this with their own children. And I'm telling you, it's just there, there's so much, uh, not just encouragement for parents, but ju- it's just such a faith-stirring book because I think sometimes in these moments we don't know what to pray. Um, or we feel like we've exhausted everything that we could possibly pray. So we just keep pressing in. But this is such a, a, a just a great resource. It's been such a blessing to so many people. Um, but but I would love to be able to pray for Allison. And um, my pastor back in Philadelphia would always remind me that um, God is the perfect Heavenly Father, and He has prodigals. Um, and just a reminder that he he is faithful and and one of the things that we see in the in the in the parable there that Jesus tells is that the prodigal returns and and we're invited to pray and one of the be- wonderful beautiful things is that he says ask and it will be given seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you and and, and it's not necessarily our timing uh cuz of course we would pray immediately um but but God will be faithful to our prayers. The effectual fervent prayers of a righteous person avails much. So just continue to pray, continue to lean in. I know you've been praying, um, but I have no doubt God hears you and God's, God's moving in Allison's life. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Prayers for prodigals. I'll definitely um, get that resource, and I thank you for that. And if you would pray, 
um, over Allison, um, that would be great. I'd appreciate that. I would love to. Let's let's pray. Father, we just want to bring uh, Deborah before you, her husband before you, uh, her only daughter, Allison, before you. And we know, God, that your heart for Allison is as much as her mom and dad want to see her walking in, in, the, in the joy of the Lord and in the peace that you give and the freedom from just the insanity that's all around us, Lord. We know your heart is that much greater for her, Lord. You've told us in your word that, that while we were still sinners, while we were at enmity with God, doing our own thing, not even giving a second thought to who you are. Um, so, and again, some of us even uh, opposed to you, Lord. Uh, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He reached down in love and provided salvation and offers it to us as a free gift. And so I have no doubt, Lord, no matter where the current posture of her heart is right now, as her mom has asked for her to want to um, read prayer, I'm sure she's invited her out to church, all of these things, and there's a, there's a bit of a resistance there. Um, God, we are praying that as as we continue to pray, that you would do what only you can do, Lord. We can't change our kids' hearts um, Lord, we can't demand from them obedience, perhaps the way that we could when they were younger. Lord, it's a different season when they're at this age. And so I just pray that you would move in her heart, Lord, that you'd soften the hardness that, that's there towards you, towards the, um, the the things that she grew up hearing, that you would fill Deborah and her husband, their hearts with a peace that passes understanding uh, in this difficult season. Um, that you would remind them again, Lord, that, that that you are the perfect Heavenly Father. You had prodigals, Lord, and, and that, there, that you wouldn't allow the lies of the enemy, the guilt, the shame, those things that he would love to, to attack us with, uh, to cause them, Lord, to to let up on their prayers, to let up on, on their faith that, God, you are going to reach their daughter's heart and draw her to yourself, Lord. Um, you say you're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to eternal life. That That's what you want. And you say, whatever we pray according to your will, you give to us who ask, Lord. So we do believe when we're praying for our kids, we don't know when or how, um, but we do believe, God, that you you can do a work that no human could do and, and, and a work of transforming uh, their hearts to a heart that loves and seeks after you. And that's what we're praying for Allison today. And, and we believe, God, you're moving even through our prayer now. And everyone else that's listening, that's agreeing around this, Lord, for Allison. Yeah. And, yeah. and and we would love to hear Deborah call us back, Lord, in uh, <laughs> not too distant future and, and tell us, man, Allison's back. Allison's back. So yeah. we're praying that, Lord, and we're agree- agreeing that we believe this is your will for Allison, Lord. Yeah. And we pray these things yeah. today in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, Josh. Thank you, Deborah. Thanks for all that you do. Okay. I appreciate right. it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, God bless you. Bye. Yep, so so hard, hard stuff, isn't it, to pray for our kids that are not walking with Jesus. Um, and uh, and I would say this, too. If, if any of you are listening and you have a, just a quick testimony that you had a prodigal and your prodigal has come back to Jesus, or I would say this, if you were a prodigal, and you want to call and just encourage any of the parents like Deborah that are listening that have prodigal children, give us a call and, uh, and we'll, we'll put you on the air. And if you could keep it to 30 seconds to a minute and just share a little bit of, of what it was like 
for you to see your son or your daughter come back to Jesus or what it was like for you as a prodigal to come back to Jesus. I think that could be really, really encouraging to all the parents that are listening now. So again, our number, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. If God's laying that on your heart to give us a call, 303-690-3000. Text line 720-336-0897. We're going to go now to LaToya in Augusta, Georgia. Good afternoon, LaToya. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. How can we help you today? Um, yes, I was just calling in. I just wanted to request a prayer for my son. Um, yeah. He's 19, and he recently left home. Him and three of his friends, they got a job up in New York, and this is his first time being away. He's my only child, and he has had, growing up, um, you know, as well as I have growing up, problems with depression and anxiety and mm as well as drugs, and I know by him being that far away, there are a lot of temptations and a lot of things that can, you know, influence and draw him out and get him into a world that he is not prepared for, and I just, I'm really afraid for him. Yeah, 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 and what a wonderful thing to just be able to bring your son before the Lord, knowing that though you're, though he's far from you, God's right there with him, and God oversees, right, And, and so... Um, it, there is a comfort in being able to say, we're, Lord, as hard as this is to see our child out of uh, underneath our our roofs and, and off, um, particularly struggling with, with temptation and anxiety and those things, but trusting that God is right there with him and loves him and knows him and can, and can even work now through our prayers, we bring this before the Lord. So yeah. be honored to pray for him. Let's, let's pray. Lord, we just want to lift up this, this um, son, Lord Latoya's son, this young 19-year-old a young man, Lord, and um, spending time now in New York, and we certainly know, Lord, that uh, that it's it's a difficult thing to see our kids leave our homes, and then we we ourselves, Lord, can worry about their safety, about their health, about their mental health, mm-hmm. Lord, um, about mm-hmm. the friends that they're hanging out with, about the things that they're doing, and then of course going into a big place like New York, Lord. Um, but we yeah. we do know, Lord, that you you tell us to to cast all of these anxieties, all of these worries on you, because you care for Latoya, you care for her son, you care for that family, Lord, so so dearly, and and you tell us we don't have to bear the the, the burden of this by ourselves, Lord, um, but we can cast cast that on you, and so I just pray, Lord, that you would. Right now, wherever her son is, whatever he's doing uh, at this very moment, Lord, that you would begin to surround him with other believers that would, um, by divine appointment, step into his life and encourage and speak truth and life into him, Lord, that that would uh, perhaps be the kind of people that he could befriend, um, find a church community that he could be a part of, Lord, that you would just draw him to you, um, that there would be a sense in his own heart, Lord, that when he feels that temptation or when he feels that deep anxiety, um, Lord, that that there is a God that he can call out to that hears him every time and that responds to his prayer, that loves him, that knows him. Um, you even know the number of hairs on his head. You know every thought before he thinks it, every word before he speaks it. And and you are with him at this moment. And we believe, God, God that you've invited us to pray so that you move through our prayers. Prayers are are, are powerful. And I'm so thankful you've given us the ability to come to you and to pray. 
So we just pray that you would be powerful in his life and that you would accomplish the, the, the good plans that you have for him. You even say good works preordained for him to step into, Lord. Um, whatever that is, you know. And I pray for comfort for, for Latoya just as, as she is wanting to um, just as a mother's heart, especially, Lord, just wanting so much to see your son cared for and protected and nurtured, Lord. And uh, my wife always calls it the mama bear <laughs> heart, Lord, for our kids. And so we just pray, Lord, that you would give her a sense as well, supernaturally, of your own peace that, again, passes understanding and that that would be a peace that would guard her heart and her mind in Christ Jesus. Um, and so we pray these things today, trusting that you're hearing us and that you're moving through our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much, Latoya, for calling in. We have somebody that's that's going to share a little bit of a testimony here about a prodigal kid. So if you're listening to the radio now, this might be an encouragement to you. All right. God bless you. Do you want to give out the number one more time here? Uh, 303-690-3000 is the number. 303-690-3000. You're listening to Calvary Live. And we are going to go to... Uh, TJ in Mount Pleasant. Good afternoon, TJ. God bless you. How you doing? Good, thank you. Uh, yeah, so we were asking uh, if if you were a prodigal or if you had a prodigal, and just in a quick 30 seconds or a minute, wanted to share some encouragement for parents that are listening in. And it sounds like you may have something along those lines. Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm actually a preacher's kid. Uh, I'm on vacation in Mount Pleasant, going to the beach with my children now. But I was, uh, a, uh, I was a prodigal. One who was brought up in the faith, brought up uh, under the Lord, but decided to uh, uh, go a, a separate way. But the Bible says, uh, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they get older, they won't depart. Uh, my par- parents were extremely prayerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm, I've, I've given my life back to the Lord a few years ago, but now I'm, I'm about to actually open up, a, uh, sorry, launch a church. And so mm-hmm. um, parents, please be encouraged. Know that uh, your prayers are not in vain. God hears your cry. As you said earlier, cast your cares upon the Lord. When you say cast your cares, throw them on, throw them at the altar, uh, lay them at the altar, lay them before the Lord, knowing that God is able. Uh, I often say pray for the hard things, knowing that there is nothing too hard for God. God is able to move. And so all parents out there, be encouraged. Uh, I know it can be stressful at the moment, but God hears your cry. God is able. Hey, man, man, that is so good. And and what's amazing, TJ, that you're saying what I've heard from so many, and I can say myself, I was a prodigal as well, um, that mm-hmm. that our parents, and, and in some cases, our, our grandparents prayed for us. Like, right. <laughs> that, that is what you, what you said was so powerful, that there's so much power in a praying parent. And you're the fruit exactly. of that. You're the fruit of that right now. Yes, sir. So much, so much power in prayer, so much power and trust in God. So, Continue to do it. Continue to trust God, even when it seems hard, even when it seems difficult, even when it seems like there's no hope. But know that God is able. Know that God is going to hear your cry. God is going to move on your behalf. Amen. Man, that is so good. TJ, thank you for calling, man. That's I, I know that that encouraged a number of people out there. Thank God. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, too. 
All right. We're going to get to you, Coach David. I see that you also have a, a testimony. So I'm excited to this. If, if you're okay, uh, David, waiting for a few minutes, we're, we're going to come up on a break here. And I want to make sure that we give you ample time to, to share a little bit of your story as well. So we'll come back right after the break at 430 here. Uh, but again, you're listening to Calvary Live. And it just, God sort of laid on my heart today, this, this based off of conversations I had this weekend in church with a number of different parents that were dealing with their own prodigal children, uh, tears in their eyes, that just the emptiness sometimes that we, or the hopelessness sometimes that we feel. Um, and, and we know where to go. We know to pray. We know to seek the Lord. But as parents, we, we, we love our kids so much. Sometimes I think it can just wear us down. Um, and so I, I just felt today the Lord say, maybe there's a few prodigal parents out there that just need to be encouraged, need to hear these stories, these testimonies, need need to just have a couple of practical areas to pray. And again, we, we shared this at the beginning of the hour, but I'll remind you one more time, pray for a heart of brokenness for your kids, even if that means uh, that there's an earthly cost to some of that brokenness. But again, the whole point of that would be uh, that a brokenness would lead to healing. Secondly, pray against the enemy's desire to have them. He has no power. Uh, Peter, you know, uh, if you remember, was speaking to Jesus, and we can pray that, that God would rescue our children in the same way that, that Jesus prayed for Peter when he said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. How powerful is that? When you have turned again, that is what we want to pray for our prodigals. So if you have a prayer request for your prodigal son or daughter, 303-690-3000 is the number. We would love to pray for you. Uh, Again, uh, I love hearing testimonies. If you yourself were a prodigal or if you had a prodigal that came back, love to hear from you just as an encouragement to all those listening today. So you're listening to Calvary Live. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. All right, welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live on this Monday, July 3rd. It's such an honor to be with you. My name is Pastor Josh Sorensen, filling in for Pastor Jeff Figgs. I'm one of the assistant pastors here. I have the honor of working at Calvary Church here in Aurora, Colorado. And we started the hour just talking a bit about prodigal children. And so if you're tuning in now and you yourself have a prodigal child that you would like prayer for, we would love to pray for you. We have a text line. You could text us their name and we will absolutely pass that along, 720-336-0897. Or if you'd like to give us a call and we can pray for your child on the air, we would love to do that. Also, if you were a prodigal and you came back to Jesus, or you're a parent that had a prodigal who your, your child has come back to Jesus. I think there are many people listening right now that could use just a word of encouragement and a testimony uh, to stir up their faith. So if you have a minute in the middle of your day to give us a call, we would love to hear that. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. And again, we are still available. I know we're talking prodigal children today, but we're still available. So don't feel bad if you have a, a another question outside of the topic of prodigal children. We'll take your calls. Uh, if you have a Bible question, Uh, If you have a prayer request about something else, 
Um, that's what we're here for. We you, Again, we never really have any plans for Calvary Live because every call is different uh, and every question is different. So we're kind of, uh, it's, it's kind of part of the fun of the show uh, is is not knowing what's coming. But uh, we would love to hear from you. 303-690-3000. And we're going to go here to Coach David calling from Northern Colorado. Good afternoon, David. Hello, hello, hello. Thank, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thanks for holding there too. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for all the gifting that God has given all of you and serving Him. Amen. Can I give you? A, I'll give you a quick testimony. Yes. Uh, I lived in a home environment where my dad, my grandpa, aunts, uncles—none of them knew the Lord. But Lord opened the door, and I was seven years old, and I first heard the gospel in a powerful way and accepted Jesus. And for four years, I was walking with Him. I was literally reading His Word every day. Never missed a Sunday school for elementary, and praying from the heart. And then a terrible thing happened to me. I was only in a junior high. Sunday school class one day, these ninth graders treated me in a certain way, and bam, I I really had a rough thing, and I ended up being becoming a prodigal, pulling God off, not reading His Word. But then uh, six and a half years later, literally, He did a miracle. I was at UNC trying to make a wrestling team. That was my main thing. I was still an addict and crazy stuff, but God did a miracle, an amazing miracle, and I was so thankful because He convicted me so hard to actually turn from the junk and really follow Jesus and let him be my life-changing coach. And the miracle happened on February 9th, 1976, and I was so thankful because then he gave me a heart to move on with him and pray for my dad and grandpa and family and friends and others. And through all those years, ever since then, I've seen him touching lives in so deep ways. He touched my dad, my grandpa, and many others. I just love how he loves us, cares for us, and wants to continue to teach, train, and transform us so we can be on mission with him. Man, that is so good. That that is so good. What a what a great encouragement. That just even hearing you you share this is lifting my spirits today as well. So p- powerful. Did you, uh, David, have somebody in your life that you knew was praying for you? Did you have any parents or grandparents that were believers through that 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 time? No, I, I didn't. I didn't at that time because there was no one. Uh, but somebody was in the college because uh, God used the situation. I met somebody I'd never met, and God used that person to say a couple of things to me. And uh, I got convicted by God. I got on my knees for the first time in those six and a half years and literally started crying and telling God, I'm so sorry. I've been the worst, terrible, prodigal, crazy guy. Lord, please forgive me for all of these crazy sinful desires that I've been doing. I want to follow Jesus. And he turned me around 180 degrees, gave me an energy level, because he likes to help us, spirit, soul, and body. Right. And the next day at the practice, at wrestling at the college level, he gave me an energy level I had never experienced. And the coach at that time was only letting me practice in the 430 practice, because I, uh, I hadn't gone to state, nothing like that. But coach came up to me afterward and he said, what's going on with you? you got this energy and intensity level you've never had. And I just told the coach, coach, I just want you to know I was a terrible prodigal doing terrible things. And God wanted my life to be turned around, and he transformed my life last night. And the coach looked at me and said, really? What? I want you to start coming to the 230 practice. <laughs> and from then, on, from then on, literally, God did these miracles, and he had me involved with Campus Crusade and Campus Ambassadors and praying and I'm so thankful that he loves us and wants us to not stay in a mud puddle if we know the Lord, but he also wants the lost to come to know him and to grow. Yes. And so I'm thankful. 
Praise yeah. God. Thank you so much for all you guys are doing. God is so good. And one, one of the verses he brought up to me, because I was stuck in the mud with addiction to drugs and alcohol, and one of the first verses he brought to my attention when he convicted me is, don't get drunk with wine and drugs and all this other crazy stuff. Instead, that'll ruin your life. Be filled with the Spirit. And he literally did that. And the next verse he brought to my attention was in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. It says, but I say this, walk in the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And then he just reminded me of these things that I had read when I was a little kid. <laughs> and he's so just good. so good. God, God is it. so good, man. And I just, it just, what, what you're sharing, I know is blessing and strengthening and encouraging parents and perhaps maybe even a prodigal that, that, that might be even tuning in right now. And, and they are where yeah. you were. So thank you so much, David, for sharing that. Such a you're blessing. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right. Thank God you, bless brother. you. So powerful. And, and he is right. God is nothing but good. God is more than good to us. Um, the, the fact that I get to do what I'm doing and, and use my life to serve Jesus is nothing but a privilege. I know what I am apart from Jesus and uh, just love the power of a testimony like that. So anyone else that has a, a, a prodigal kid uh, that you'd like prayer for, or even perhaps you yourself were a prodigal, or you were a parent of a prodigal, and you'd like to share a, a brief 30-second, minute-long testimony of that to encourage and strengthen parents out there, give us a call. We've got all open lines now. So if no one calls, then you're, you're stuck hearing my voice for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> so our number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. You know, yesterday... Yesterday, actually, it was Saturday, Pastor Ed in our church service Saturday evening, uh, we were praying for Greg Laurie's Harvest uh, Crusade that happened in California this weekend. Uh, it was um, a Friday night, or I'm sorry, Saturday night and Sunday night. It was two days. Thousands of people came to know Jesus. Uh, absolutely incredible. I don't know all the statistics quite yet, but I'll, but I'll be looking into those. But I do know literally thousands of people came to know Jesus. And so as we were praying as a church, uh, Pastor Ed just felt led to say, hey, is there anybody here? This was Saturday evening. Anybody here that got saved at a Harvest Crusade? And I think a couple hands went up, but he saw one uh, woman in particular and said, hey, would you mind coming up? We'll give you a microphone and just praying for the Harvest Crusade. And uh, of course, that's intimidating to, to to go up and pray in front of everybody at your church. But it was it was such a beautiful spirit led moment because this this woman came up and she shared her story that she was an ex L A cop. Uh, she said I was involved in all kinds of wickedness and darkness, and I was just absolutely lost. I didn't want anything to do with the Lord. Um, had no desire to follow Him. And she said that somebody, a friend of hers, a coworker, somebody invited her to come out to a Harvest Crusade. Uh, and she didn't know anything about who this was, Greg Laurie, Harvest Crusade, that none of that, did, you know, but she heard that there were fireworks that were going to be at this event. So she's like, okay, I'll go out for the fireworks. So she gets invited and... Uh, and he gives the altar call to come to faith in Jesus. And she said, I didn't fully understand it all in that moment, but I knew that what he was sharing, I wanted. And she said she came down and she gave her life to Jesus that night. And then Pastor Ed on Saturday evening, as he's hearing this, says, uh, and, and would you say, 
that you are, in fact, a born-again Christian right now? Like, can you say that without a doubt? And she goes, without a doubt, my life was changed. I'm a different person from where I was that night. Uh, and and I just hearing that I had tears in my eyes the entire time she's sh- she's sharing. And then here she is. She got saved at a harvest crusade, and she's praying now for all of those that are going to get saved Saturday night and this past Sunday night at the harvest crusade. So man, just su- such a, a an encouragement of the power of prayer, uh, and and just parents. And, and and anybody that is facing any kind of difficulty, prodigal kids or health issues or financial issues or addiction issues, prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful. It's one of the greatest tools that God has given us uh, to, to pray on behalf of our kids, to pray on, on behalf of our physical frames, our health. He cares about it. He, As, as David just said a few minutes ago, he cares about our, our body, our soul, our spirit. Uh, and, and so he is a, a good God. And we're coming to one that loves our kids, that, that, that knows our lives better than we know and is able to do the work that we could never do. And so he invites us to pray. And, uh, and so I'm just so encouraged by these testimonies that we're hearing. Uh, and again, our number, if you would like to give us a call, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We're going to go to Jack calling here from South Carolina, Edgefield. Good afternoon, Jack. Good afternoon. So re- real quick, um, I, uh, I was a prodigal when I got out of high school. Uh, my parents were both Christians. Um, and but when I got out of school, high school, I said, uh, you know, I'm going to try to run my own life for a while. That didn't turn out all that good, <laughs> it, really, really bad. And and the Lord saved me during the during the Jesus Revolution time frame, awesome. and uh, um, went to a Christian nightclub, um, and that was really cool. And the Lord turned me around. But um, the the product of that is I ended up being a a uh, single parent for single dad for 10 years. Uh, the Lord carried me through all of that and uh, so thankful for him. But I have three older, I have three sons who are all Christians, all following the Lord. But I have a daughter who's 10 years younger and she's a prodigal still. And I, I just wanted to share something real quick with you yes. about that about that story is that um, she was living nearby us here in South Carolina and she she decided to, that she wanted to move with some friends to guess where? <laughs> Amarillo, Texas. <laughs> so she got a job there with her friends. Um, and and uh, uh, But the two days that she was packing to leave, she asked me if I would come up and pack, help her pack and get ready to go. And I didn't want her to go, but, you know, that was the decision that she was making. So... Uh, during those two days, I was able to tell her some in-depth in of my prodigal experience, and uh, and she was very accepting of that. She she really appreciated me sharing it with with her. So I did not know anything about Amarillo, Texas, and I was that she left on a Friday. The following Monday, I was driving to work, and I was just really kind of depressed about the whole thing because I knew she wasn't following the Lord, and she's still not. And um, and so driving home from work, I was kind of depressed, turned on the radio. I didn't like any of the Christian music. I didn't like any of the Christian shows. I was searching for different things, and I found Calvary. Uh, I found the, um, the, the channel that I've been listening to since, and 
it was like about five, almost 5.30 in the afternoon, and I turned on the radio, and I was searching through, and this announcement came on. And now, I don't remember, it's Calvary Live from, or not Calvary Live, but I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm stuttering here a little oh, that's bit. that's okay. But the, name, the name of the church, anyway, from, so here's our, our message today from Pastor Bill Gim, Amarillo, Texas. And I just went, what? <laughs> Amarillo, Texas. Are you kidding me? Love it. <laughs> I just went, I didn't know there was Christian radio. I didn't know anything about Amarillo, Texas. Wow, wow. And so, and so I just went, I, I got to call these people and talk to so I called up and I talked to the, to the, to the secretary at, at Calvary Chapel there in Amarillo, and I told her about, my, about the story with my daughter, and she went, oh, man, i got to tell Bill Gim about this, Pastor Bill, yes. about this. <laughs> and so a few days later, Pastor, Pastor Bill called me. I was driving home for work. He called me on my phone. I pulled over, and he goes, and he, you know, his voice. And I said, this is Pastor Bill Gim from Amarillo, Texas. And I just went, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> really? You know? And so I told him the situation. And he gave, he gave me a, some really good advice that I was already doing, but I really appreciated him. He said, he said, he said, Dad, here, here's, my, here's my advice. He goes, I'm going to tell you a couple things. I'm going to tell you a couple things, and I want you to bank on this. He goes, one, I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to walk through this with you as long as it takes. So he said, I'm going to send you a, I'm going to send you a text message every day, a personal text message every day of Scripture. So you can count on that. And he said, I'm going to tell you two things to do. One, love her. Just love her. Mm. Just keep loving her. And two, um, recognize that I'm not going to do anything unless you tell me to, Mm. and God tells me to. When God tells me and you tell me that it's okay to try to reach out to your daughter, then, but we should not, we should not touch her until God gives us the go. Wow. I said, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely true. So I, I just went. It's amazing. So I, so I listen to this radio station all the time now, and, you know, I always hear everything from Amarillo, Texas, you know? It's amazing. And so it's just, it's <laughs> no, just it is amazing. No it's coincidences. <laughs> no coincidences. <laughs> there are no coincidences. That's right. Oh yeah. Well, so Jack, I, th- thank you for sharing that. I mean, that's that's so powerful. And um, and and you also said something I think is important too. You have three sons. You said that that are walking with Jesus, and a daughter that's not. And it's it. There's no rhyme or reason when we raise our, our you know children in the same home, same environment. Why some will walk and others will walk away. Other than we know that each person has to make that decision to walk with Jesus on their own. So I think that's powerful. And I'd lo- I'd love to be able to just lift up your daughter here as well. For Sarah, she's, yeah, I'd, I'd really like for y'all to pray for Amen. her. Amen. 
So, Lord Jesus, thank you for Jack and that powerful testimony, Lord. Uh, I probably will never think of Amarillo, Texas the same again after that. Uh, just so beautiful. Thank you for Pastor Bill Gim. Thank you, God, for the incredible ways that you let us know in specific detail that you are with us, that you see us, that we're not alone, Lord. And 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 for every every parent out there with a prodigal child, remind them from this story that Jack has told that they are not alone, Lord, that you see them and that you know them. And we want to pray for Sarah, Lord, this precious young woman that you care for so deeply and and who has such a wonderful father, Jack, to come and, and, and to call a show and to share his story and, and to say, yet yeah, he's not out of the woods yet with her. But we're, we're praying and asking God that you would draw her heart to you. Again, as we prayed earlier, that you'd soften the hard areas right now, Lord, and allow her to um, remember some of the things that her dad shared with her about his own prodigal experience and, and allow, uh, Lord, again, those divine appointments. You have your people from the church all over the place and, and that they would, um, Lord, somebody would, would step into her life and continue to water the seeds that have been planted there, Lord. And then in your time, uh, in, in, in the way that you are so wonderfully capable, Lord, um, to bring the increase to, to, to draw her heart back to you again. So we lift up Sarah, and we just want to pray these things today in the good name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, thank you so oh, much. Jack, thank you for I gotta calling. Tell, i got to tell you one thing real quick. My When I went home that day and told her, told her about calling that Amarillo, Texas, she said, baby, you know God's in Amarillo, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Love it. <laughs> Well, Jack, thank you, brother. God bless you. Such a blessing. Such a blessing. I love just hearing the joy in his voice as he's sharing these things. Hey, uh, really quickly, we've got um, Wani on line two. Wani, we're going to be with you in one moment here, but I am getting some text messages in. I'm going to go through these and just pray for the names that are here that are coming in. Uh, So, Father, we want to pray for a prodigal son, Harold. And ask, Lord Jesus, Harold Causey, that you would uh, draw him to yourself. We want to pray for a nephew. Gil lost his best friend, Joel, yesterday. Uh, and, and of course, Lord, for Joel's mother and brother as well, that you would reach out and comfort and minister to them. Uh, we want to pray for another prodigal daughter, Crystal, that you would reach her right now where she is, Lord Jesus, and, and do a wonderful work. We also had a call in here earlier uh, for two, I think it was maybe two daughters, but for Kayla and Carly. And we just want to pray and add them to this list as well, Lord. You see each one of these people. You know them. And, and God, would you do what you do so well? You bring us from spiritual death into, into life. You bring us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You bring beauty from ashes. And, and nobody is too far gone, um, Lord. And, and there's no, uh, there, there's hope when we come to our Savior that is able to redeem that which seems irredeemable and able to heal that which needs healing and able to to lift the burden, Lord, of every parent that is praying on behalf of, of their children right now. So we put these things before you today, Lord, knowing you know each story and each person. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we've got a few minutes left of the show. I'll give out the number probably one more time here, 303-690-3000. But we're going to go to Wani here. Good afternoon, Wani. Hi, thank you so much, dear one. Oh, you're welcome. My call. Um, and I really do. I, I always pray and say, Lord, if um, it's your will, then I'll get on. So my son, Nathan, is um, a veteran from Iraq and Afghanistan, and he was a medic. And he was in a lot of battles, injured, and um, 
really struggles with traumatic brain injuries and um, post-traumatic stress. And he had a relationship with the Lord. I mean, I really do. People talked to him before he went to um, Afghanistan, and he knew that if something happened, that he would be with the Lord. But then he lost a lot of soldiers who were nothing on their dog tags, and he lost um, Iraqi and Afghanis that helped the Americans a lot that were Muslim. And when he came back, he goes, Mom, I just I can't believe that Jesus is the only way when I— so many good men died in my arms, mm-hmm. but did not know Jesus. And so he's a prodigal. Um, his wife, when he came back from Afghanistan, did not, could not put up with the post-traumatic stress and the night terrors and um, the things she was going through. And so she divorced him. And um, unfortunately, uh, he had a propensity for alcoholism because of family background, um, a dad and grandparents. And so he turned to the bottle and, um, it's been a struggle. He's been sober since, um, December, but you know, he's my, he's my boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, let's, let's lift up, uh, Nathan, you said, is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, Lord, that, that is, that is a, um, wow. What a, Lord, what what a story, Lord, to know that he has served us in this way, uh, Lord, as a medic in the armed forces. Um, and Lord, we just honor him for that, Lord, for his bravery, his service. Um, but no doubt, Lord, seeing uh, war and the death of uh, fellow comrades and coming back and trying to reconcile all of the darkness, Lord, and the... Um, just the, the the desperation of what he experienced with a a, a good God uh, is is a very real struggle, Lord. And then, of course, on, adding on top of that, the post traumatic stress that he's walked through, and then, of course, the divorce, Lord. And um, and yet, Lord, we know, God, you have such a heart for Nathan. Uh, I hear it in 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 the voice of his mom and in, in the crying of his mom. Lord, she's desperate for her son. She loves him. She wants him to to, to follow you. Uh, but Lord, we we can only imagine what your heart is for him. Lord, so much so, so much so that you want to reveal yourself as the one that has rescued us from the effects of sin and death and war in this world, Lord. That's why you came. And so I just prayed, Lord, that you would capture his heart, that you would do a deep, deep healing when it comes to this post-traumatic stress and all the issues and the doubts that he's experiencing right now, Lord, and, and the very real questions that he has, Lord, that, that, that he's unable to reconcile right now in his mind. But You've come, Jesus, and you said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And we pray that, that, that he would know you as the way and the truth and the life, Lord Jesus, that you would bring him uh, to yourself. Holy Spirit, you do that wonderful role of, 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 of putting a hook of grace in our hearts and then drawing us to yourself. And that's what we pray that you would do uh, in Nathan's heart and Nathan's life, Lord. And I pray for Juanita that she would not give up in, in well-doing when it comes to her boy, that she would continue to pray, continue to seek you, um, and, and for others to come around him, Lord, that would be able to help him process through some of these things that he's walked through, Lord, perhaps a, a veteran ministry or a church, or even just, again, a divine appointment with the right kind of person that's able to understand what he's walked through and help sort of guide him and lead him through some of those questions that he has, um, Lord. But we, we just want to lift up 
uh, this man Nathan to you, this this son Nathan to you. Uh, we know you know his story, and we know you know everything about him, and we know that your desire is to draw him close to you. And so we're asking God that we're just agreeing around what we believe is your will for him, Lord. And so we put these things before you, and again, comfort Wani and, and fill her with your peace that passes all understanding. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, dear one, and have a wonderful four. Oh, thank you. God bless you. You too. All right. Well, it's wonderful uh, to pray. Also difficult, right, at times to pray for very real pain, very real issues that we're facing. Um, you know, the truth is that any of you that are parents that are listening, you understand the mandate to teach and to train our children and to put boundaries in place. And so we do that as best as we can. But as we're aware, because there are prodigal children, we have no control over their hearts. Um, that That is something that, again, as, as uh, Jack mentioned, he's got three sons that are walking with the Lord, but not his daughter. And we don't fully understand how all that works other than we don't have control over our kids' hearts. But we do know that ultimately God alone can fill their hearts with a love for Christ and open their eyes to see the beauty and the glory of who he is. So if you're a parent here, you know, you're, we're all learning as parents. I've got four kids myself on a new level and from a new perspective um, that as we face these struggles with our own children, we can often feel tempted to despair. Um, but we are not helpless, never helpless, whether our children are young or old Um, Whether they have a soft heart or a heart of stone, we have the power of prayer, God's living word, and a sovereign God that we can trust. Um, So let's lean into that together. Jesus loves to take seemingly hopeless lives, uh, even like mine was. I was a prodigal. I didn't get the time today to share my story, but he showed himself merciful and mighty in my life. So parents, give your, your child the gift of prayer and then trust that God will use his or her life for, for God's good purposes, growing and transforming them, and also growing and transforming your life in the process as well. That is what, that's what he desires to do. Um, we do also want to just, Lord, as we close the show here, lift up Celeste. We see we got a text in for Celeste as well. Uh, we know that you know Celeste, um, and also a 23-year-old daughter, Caroline, uh, who says she's a believer, uh, but she's living a, a life very far from Jesus, struggling with alcoholism, uh, abusive boyfriends. So, Father Caroline and Celeste, you see these two precious um, young women, and we just pray again, as we've been praying all all day long, that you would draw their hearts to you, that you would get them out of the pit. I think of Psalm uh, 40, that you drew us out of the pit, out of the mire and the muck and the clay, and that you would put their feet on a rock, that's immovable, unshakable, that doesn't change, um, that, uh, Lord, as, as your word says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And so we pray that, Lord, for Celeste and for Caroline, trusting that right now, wherever they are, you see them, you know them, you love them, and you want to draw them to yourself. And so we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, The hour went by quickly, uh, but we'll be back with you. I'll be back with you Friday, but Jeff Figgs, I believe, will be here tomorrow, Pastor Ed, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, We'll be back with you 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock here on Calvary Life. God bless you. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.